Hey, this that Eastside Johnny Big Redemption like. Know what I'm talking about? Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Get out the way, get out the way, get out the way, yeah. Get out the way, get the fuck up on my way, yeah. You either with me or against me, ho. You either with me or win. Win, 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 win. Fuck everything else. Win, 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 win. Welcome, everybody, to episode 53 of Off Topic. Today, and for a, a little bit, it's just going to be Nick and I, um, just with school starting and stuff, Liam's just a little busy, so he's going to be out for like a month, but he will be back um, whenever he's ready, and he'll be better than ever, so we're excited to get him back, but uh, just for today, let's get right into NFL news. Um, first thing that happened, we haven't recorded in two weeks, so there is a bit of news. Um, yep. Tim Tebow was cut from the Jags. Um, the, the most unsurprising news ever. <laughs> I mean, it, it might have been a little predictable, but uh, I was upset to see Tebow go. I I really thought he was going to make the team just because of Urban. Um, that was not the case. And uh, I would have loved to see that on Hard Knocks, but they gave it to the Cowboys. Also, Hard Knocks sucks. Hard Knocks is horrible, dude. It's like it. it's so boring. It's so it's boring. so boring. There's no good storylines this year. There's no like – there's just I don't know. It's just super boring this year. How many is it? Only like four episodes or whatever. Yeah, I think there's one or two episodes left. Um, I just feel like you can't do it with like a fucking big market team. Like it's yeah. just not as exciting. Like it was fun when they had like the Browns and the Texans, like In these shitty ass teams. Yeah. But when you do it with like the fucking Cowboys, like I don't know, it, it's just not the same. No, I it's just not entertaining at all. Everyone on the Cowboys is fucking boring. Yeah, Mike McCarthy's their head coach. Of course, it's gonna be fucking boring. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not a big fan. Um, Dak may be hurt all year, though. I. I just feel like this is like, I I think he's just creating a narrative. You think so? Yeah. So you think that if he play, if he's saying this narrative that if he plays well, he'll be like, he'll oh. be the hero. But if he plays mm-hmm. bad. He's oh, kind of taking like the LeBron route. That's ex- that's exactly what I think. He's Interesting doing. take. I don't know if that's the case because uh, Dak just doesn't seem like that type of guy. I mean, he seems like a pretty humble dude. He's, um, but yeah, I don't know how. I don't know what they mean by hurt all year. Like they, he's gonna play, but he's just not gonna be a hundred percent. Is that what they meant? Like, so his shoulder injury is like a baseball injury. Yeah, that's what everyone said. Yeah. So like, he would be at like the ten day IL, and you that he just don't throw for like a week, and then you're fine. So his shoulder is gonna be okay. That I'm not worried about at all. It's is his ankle not strong enough again? Like, I mean, is it just not strong enough after the surgery? So like, would uh, but I doubt that. Well, he also had two surgeries. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, no, I think, I think he's fine. I'm. I would not be worried about him if I'm a Cowboys fan. I also have him on my fantasy team. So, <laughs> and I have Amari Cooper. So yeah. we're both hoping that he's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next up, Gardner Minshew got traded to the Eagles to be Jalen Hurts' backup. Um. To be their, he's their third string right now. He's behind Flacco in the depth chart. Oh, Flacco's there. Yes. Gardner's got to be better than Flacco. Come <laughs> well, on. Well, at least well, he's not 45. Um, so I think that I honestly think this is Urban Meyer's plan the whole time. I think he kept Gardner around just to give Trevor some competition, competition in quotes. Yeah. Um, in training camps and preseason. But I mean, everybody oh. knew Trevor was going to be the starter. This was 100% Urban Meyer's plan. He said that it was a quote unquote open quarterback competition. Yeah. Of course, everyone knew that he was going to go with. Uh, Trevor yeah it was just probably maybe to push Trevor a little bit further that's, yeah that's all I think it was just to like up up his game a little bit mm-hmm. which is good that's that's he had a great preseason game three which we will get to see at hard knocks because they played the Cowboys yes we will um, yeah he yeah he had a really good game uh last piece of news coming out of the Jags is Travis Etienne who has never been hurt in his entire career that plays sucks. his first game for the Jags out for the season was it torn ACL? No, oh, foot, foot injury. injury. I know J.K. Dobbins is out for the year now. Oh, that's true. I, we didn't put that in. Yeah, J.K. Know. Dobbins is also out for the year with an ACL. Um, that's a big blow for the Jags to lose their first-round pick. 
Yeah, it is. It, the only thing is they're lucky that they actually have running back depth in James Robinson. So he's going to – I don't know how much you put into Carlos Hyde, but Carlos Hyde is oh, also yeah, there. Again, yeah, again, Carlos Hyde. No, he's a veteran back, mm-hmm. so he knows – He's made teams before, and he's really good. So, yeah, it and just, he was really it good. It sucks so. for ETN. That's yeah. just too bad. That, of course, the first injury of his career is when he's in the NFL and his first season. Yeah, like and that. Like, I think that was like his like first game for the Jags. I don't think he played in the first preseason yeah. game. So it's just too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, you went to the Bears-Bills game. I did. And you got to watch your ex-Bear Mitch Trubisky tear you guys up. And I couldn't have been happier. Yeah. No, like for like, I swear on my life, I was. No, I, I believe you. I, believe I was. You. I was happy to see Trubisky play well. I've mm-hmm. always been a Trubisky guy, and I always will be. Like, so he torched us, right? For like two hundred yards and over two hundred yards and two touchdowns, and he only had like five incompletions. Um, that just shows you what he can do with a competent coach and a, like even a decent offensive line, not even like a good, like an okay offensive line. So when you see Mitch play like that with a different team, does it make you worried about Fields um, under Nagy? Which yeah, is what oh, it would absolutely, be right now. Absolutely, it makes me nervous because we need a coach who like I get I get that Nagy was like a, he was a quarterback in college, then he was quarterback coach, and then he was a offensive coordinator. But I'm sorry, he does not know how to co- coach quarterbacks. He's horrible. He's horrible. I don't know if he even knows how to coach a football team. Oh, he doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> let alone just the quarterback position. Like, I – like, w- he called the plays for, what, like 80% of last year, do you remember? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a huge thing when he finally said he wasn't going to call plays yeah. anymore. Um, It's just – it's just I just cannot – I can't stand him. I, I do not like him at all. I do, I do want Fields to sit, though, the whole year so Nagy and Pace get fired. Then we got a whole fresh start for Justin Fields for next season when he's a, he'll definitely be the starter. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how that all plays out this year for the Bears. Like, mm-hmm. do they pull Dalton two weeks in, or do they just let it ride? You know, but the thing is, Nagy might do some stupid shit like that, and then when Justin Fields, let's say, he has a comeback win, then Nagy will look like the hero, and then he'll get another fucking year. That's that's kind of what I think is going to happen. He's going to start Dalton right away. And oh, then he's going to start him for... Obviously, yeah, he, they've already said yeah, that. And then yeah. he's going to, halfway through the season or whenever, they're going to put in Fields. Fields is going to be a lot better, and he's going to mm-hmm. save his job for one more year to be like, well, look what we did with Fields second half of the year. Now give me a full year with him. Mm-hmm. And I think the Bears have shown that that's that whatever. I mean, Nagy has not proven anything. So they're, they no. want to keep him. They want any excuse to keep him, it almost yeah. seems like. Their so first, they give him another reason they're going to keep him. Yeah, the first year with Nagy was great. We went 12-4. and four. If we – like, like, Coach of the year, right? Yes. Yeah. The double doink. Like literally the most heartbreaking thing ever. Like to me, like if – we win that game against Philly. I think we go to the Super Bowl, and I think we win the Super Bowl because what was the final score? Thirteen to six. That was the worst Super Bowl we've ever seen in our lives. Do you remember that? That was the Patriots Rams. Horrible. Was it? That wasn't yes. the year the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Nope. That was, was the year Patriots before? Rams. Yep. Mm, okay. It was horrible. And the so, Bears didn't they put a beat down on the Rams earlier that year? Yes. Yeah, because I remember Jared Goff looked like he had never thrown a football before yes. playing at Soldier Field well, in the I, winter. Trubisky also had a horrible game. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, I do that was a. That I think the final score was like 15 to 3 or something like that. So it, it wasn't was, a beatdown. It well, was like the Super our, de- Bowl. our defense beat down on. But like Goff and Trubisky had the two lowest quarterback ratings ever <laughs> in a game, which is just hilarious. That is, that is awesome. Yeah. But I – yeah. I just, I just really hope, I because I don't want to ruin Justin Fields because I think he has so much potential. I think he he can really be the first Ohio State quarterback to have his success in the NFL because he's different than all the other guys. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll be the best quarterback as mm-hmm. long as the Bears don't ruin him, and that's a big if. Yeah, and Nick Foles might get traded, but forgot he's still on the but roster. But it's it's to wherever he wants. That's what the Bears said. Which is fair. Who cares? Yeah. Um, next up, we have college football is back this week with 
Week, what are you laughing at? <laughs> it was week zero. Um, so two weeks ago, since we didn't record, uh, Nebraska came under fire because they were under investigation by the NCAA, um, which means nothing because nobody takes NCAA investigation seriously anyways. Uh, they were under investigation for having a special teams analyst, on the, an extra special teams coach, which for any of our Big Ten, Big Ten fans – Trust me, we have not had any help on special teams in the last five years. <laughs> if you, we are the if you worst, watch the game. <laughs> we, we have been the worst special teams team in the nation for probably the last four years. So I don't think that coach, if he was there, yeah, but he did not do anything. Yeah. I think it was somebody sent from Iowa to make us worse. <laughs> um, we were also uh, under investigation for having practices last year during COVID, which, again, every SEC team was. Um a lot of teams have uh, these analysts. Michigan was getting investigated for the exact same thing and got accused at the exact same time as Nebraska, but Nebraska made all the big news because, I mean, the media just loves to shit on Nebraska because they used to be good and now they suck. Um, yeah, yeah, everyone just hates Nebraska for uh, for wanting to play football. Yeah, and I think it was funny. This is why nobody takes the NCAA seriously, that this – investigation came out and Nebraska was like, people were saying what the punishments are going to be. And this came out like a day or two after Baylor got, uh, got basically got away between 2011 and 2016, 19 football players were accused of sexual assault or domestic violence between 2011 and 2014. One lawsuit alleged that 31 football players were involved in 52 acts of rape, including five gang rapes. And the NCAA didn't do a thing about it. We had an extra coach on the sideline, and they're going to fucking punish us, yep, take away a bowl game. Not that we'd make a bowl game, but fine us and all this stuff. Well, clearly having one extra person on the sideline is way worse than what Baylor did. Come on, Ian. They're taking, they're taking the NFL route of sexual assault and rape. Let's brush that to the side. You, it doesn't you, matter. You smoke one joint, <laughs> you're suspended yeah. but if you, but if you, But if you have a practice, have an extra player or extra coach – or smoke, you will never play again in this fucking league. That's that's how that is what football has become nowadays. Um, then we get this blew over, and nothing's going to happen because the NCAA is just a joke. And if this does oh, yeah. happen, Nebraska will just sue and they'll win because the NCAA is just horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, then we get to the game this weekend. Um, I my original season prediction was seven and five. That is now gone. Uh, I think we win three games. Okay, I'm glad that you changed. I think that. we go three and nine. Um, you get a lot of optimism going in, and I like, always do. Even week one, like when we were going over the predictions a couple weeks ago or whatever. I mean, I think I was like, I'm sorry, but you're not going to beat Illinois. I know Illinois is also shit, and this is probably going to be their only one of the season. But Nebraska is so fucking bad, and I hate to say it, but they are. No, I, I, they, it's just. Nothing has changed in the four years at Scott. It's been the exact, no matter who the players are, it has been the exact same thing for the last four years. We have not improved one bit. We've had a top 25 recruiting class in the nation the last three seasons, but nothing has changed on the field, which means it's a coaching problem. You know, and and I'm not going to sit here and like everybody thought Scott Frost was the guy. He was the hottest coach in college football coming out of UCF. Every team that wanted that needed a head coach wanted Scott Frost. So people can't be like, oh, Nebraska just went and got this guy who no, everybody thought Scott Frost was going to turn this program around. So obviously, as a fan, I did as well. And that's not the case. He's yep. he's got to go. He yeah. I'm he's uh, too many excuses. Every year it's the exact same thing. This is going to be the team that gets Nebraska back on track. Silly mistakes, and that's all it is. It really is silly mistakes. We gave them 16 points, you know. We get an interception, but they call a uh, roughing the passer and taunting, which gives them 30 yards, and then they go on a 28 to zero run after that. And there's the ball game. And we, uh, Scott Frost again loses a one score game. Now he is 12 and 21 at Nebraska, which is just unacceptable. Firing Bo Pelini was the worst thing that that school ever did in the history of in the history of forever Wait, what was his what was nebraska's coach's record before frost like mike season? riley was also bad okay I that's didn't... why we should not have fired pelini pelini so nebraska like we had such high standards pelini would go nine and three every year but that wasn't good enough we wanted 
that's wild. Well, that's how good we were. We fucking yeah. we used to when I mean, we used to have Heisman candidates every year, and we used mm-hmm. to beat teams five hundred to zero every year in national championships. You know, yeah. we you don't see national championships too often where the team wins fifty to zero, but that's what we did to people. Like that yeah. was the standard at Nebraska, and obviously that's not the case anymore. Everybody with that fucking eyes can see that. So, um, Adrian, I. I, I really do love him. I really do think he just – he gets a lot of bad breaks here and there, but he has not shown any improvement over the last three seasons after having such a great freshman season. Um, I don't think he's the guy, but I don't think we have anybody better under him. Um, so he missed a lot of wide-open touchdowns that would have – we we – when you look at that, if anybody watched that game, Nebraska should have won probably like 45 to 10. And that's been the story of Nebraska the last four seasons. Every game, it's like, oh, if you don't make this mistake here and this mistake here, yeah, that's you a lot. win by a lot of ifs, though. Like, but it's not like, but the mistakes that we make are just boneheaded mistakes, which is coaching. It's not yeah. the player. It's not because we've, well, we've, play- we've gone through four years of different players and they all making the same mistakes. That's coaching. That is true. It's like you guys don't. Uh, like again, you muff punts every single game. Yeah, uh, it, so I, I'm seriously. If I was if I was Scott Frost, I wouldn't even put a guy in the fucking backfield anymore. Just let the ball roll. I don't care. Don't fucking try to catch punts anymore. No team in college football does ever because guess what? You get the ball at the 25, you call it fair catch, no matter where you catch it. Yeah. Call the fucking fair catch. Why are you fielding it at the one, running backwards in the end zone, and then throwing the ball out of bounds? Like Cam Taylor Britt, what the fuck? I, he is our best defensive player, no doubt. He's incredible. But that was the dumbest fucking play I've ever seen. Yeah. It, and it's like, just it also like that's just, sick. That's like legit fundamentals, though. That's what and that's like, coaching. How, and that's like, coaching. How, yeah, again, how are your coaches not telling these guys? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and it also just, you know, people just love to hate on Nebraska, which sucks for me because I just have to see social media talk about them all the time, which is, I mean, it's fine. Like, I will take the criticism because I also am critical, but it's also just not fun to see your team get blasted all over social media about stuff because oh i oh I they, get, no i get it yeah they just hate the fans because we're so optimistic every year but we always suck but it's like i don't know if you're optim that's being a good fan you can't tell me that like billy and nolan and all them if if wisconsin sucked they'd be optimistic every year because they're huge wisconsin fans that's what yeah. fans do you're optimistic when you even know you're not going to be good so like yes nebraska sucks i think they win three games i think they beat fordham next week i think they, if they're they two or three, I think Buffalo is a toss up. I think we can beat Buffalo the week after that, and then I think we beat Northwestern. I think Northwestern is going to be bad this year. Well, so do I, but I, you know, they're going to squeak it out. We're going to be at that game. Yep in in Lincoln. In Lincoln, that'll be a fun time. Uh, so um, look, I'm gonna get excited for every game week because it's just college football's back. But it, it it is getting it's getting tough. It's just it's just it's not even tough. It's just sad at this point. It's just like depressing. My my I had a bad Saturday with uh between my two sports team Arsenal and Nebraska. I had a bad Saturday. Yeah. We'll get to them later. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll get to the fucking Gooners later, dude. Yeah, uh, but um, college football's back, which is good news for everybody. Um, I'm sure there's exciting. some big, there's bigger games starting this week. Uh, Clemson, Georgia is Saturday. Yeah. That's a huge fucking game. Oh yeah. Yeah. College football is back. Um, also I think people might forget, but in three weeks we play Oklahoma. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't. Are we going to score? Do you think we'll score that game? 62 to nothing, 63 to nothing. Yeah. Do you think that's fair? Nine touchdowns? Um, I think we get seven. I think we get a garbage time touchdown when they take all their starters out. So oh, 63 to sure, seven. Sure, I'll take that. Because, like, Spencer Rattler. And it's at Oklahoma. Because Spencer Rattler's going to throw for four touchdowns in the first half, at least. And probably rush for a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's going to be an ugly, ugly game. And, of course, it's on national TV. So it's just going to be social media. It's just going to be brutal for the Nebraska fans during that. But, yeah. Whatever. Um, MLB news, uh, I just – this was from a while ago because we haven't recorded in a bit. Uh, but Yelich and the wow. Brewers are playing extremely well right now. I put Yelich's name in here just because he hit that uh, grand slam the mm-hmm. other night. That capped off a two-home run night. Um, 
Nick, I have some stats for you. Oh, I love, you know, I love baseball. In the month of July, Yelich batted 209. In the month of August, 366. There you go. I think it's safe to say he's really found his stride. I mean, he he's had a hit in, I think, 16 of his last 17 games. Mm-hmm. He's really good. And they actually start a series with the Giants tonight. Oh, huge, huge, huge series right here. Could potentially be uh, NLCS. On, be awesome. on August 10th, Yelich is batting 226. He is now at 255. So in 20 days, he's got it up by 30 points. August August is a big month for a lot of players. So Jose Abreu in his career and in August, I think it's 213 games. He is batting 333 on base percentage is like 370-something. Slugging is in the 500s. 53 home runs, 163 RBIs in the month of August in his career. Jeez. It is it is wild. And Jose Abreu just became the first player this year to hit uh, to have 100 RBIs. He's at 101 on the season already. Dang. You guys got Grandall back as well. And we got to talk about Grandall's first game back. All right. It was against the Cubs. So, so the game started off not too hot if you're a Sox fan. Yeah. Six runs in the first inning was horrendous. Uh, Dallas Keuchel sucks. He should be on the bench. I actually, I say give him two more starts. If he sucks, then you got Reynaldo Lopez because after they took Keuchel out in that game, Lopez threw five perfect innings. So with seven strikeouts, which is insane. Um, so, yeah, Cubs start off 6 nothing that game. We got one run back in the bottom of the first. Next inning, Cubs don't score, and then, yeah. Next inning, none of us score. Third inning, Cubs again, one, two, three. White Sox just put up a cheeky nine, nine spot. <laughs> nine spot in the fucking third inning. Grandall hits a three-run home run. His what Wasn't that his first at-bat back, or was it his – I think it was his second. Probably his second. Yeah, I think it was his second. Um. But he and then later in the game he hits another free run bomb, dude. Mm. Like, like this White Sox lineup is fucking wild now. This is the first time all season that they've all been healthy. How optimistic are you going into? So they're let's not even say September. They're gonna make the playoffs. How opt- how optimistic are. are you going into October? I so right. I think so. Right now, in their last ten games, they're five and five. Totally fine with that, though. Yeah, I Brewers, want, I don't Brewers want them, just lost a series to Minnesota, but I don't want I don't the White Sox to get too hot now. Mm-hmm. But they're going to get all their pieces back, and then in two weeks in mid-September, they start hitting their stride. Like, I, I legit think that we have a shot at making the World Series. I think our biggest opponent in the playoffs is going to be either the goddamn Astros or the Yankees, because the Yankees are fucking rolling. Yeah, they are. So, that is who I think. White Sox, or Red Sox are starting to creep back in there, too. I think they're only three games back of the Yankees now, after being back by quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, these playoff races are going to be wild. Mm -hmm. Because the Padres are not going to make the playoffs now. No, it's going to be between the, the the Reds really are really going to make so a push for the wild the card. Are too. They're yeah. going to win. They're yeah. going to win that first wild card. Yeah, spot. but the Reds are probably going to get that second one. Yeah, they're pushing for it. They um, might even have it right now. I think they do. Yeah, they they have a better record than the Padres. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's this last month of baseball is going to be really, really, really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm just just I'm excited for playoffs to start right now. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm ready. Playoff baseball is the best. Yeah, yeah. Playoff baseball is fucking awesome. Uh, next up, Coach Bud was extended by the Bucks. Um, I'm sure every Bucks fan they should be happy about this. They move. should be happy. Uh, and... Liam and I have said before on the pod that if he gets us a championship, we've been very critical of him. But if he gets us a championship, extend him for five more years. I don't care. And mm-hmm. I, I'm very happy with this. He earned it. Say what you want about his being stubborn, his decision-making, his lineups, he earned it. He also changed a lot from last year. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. I mean, they said it after last year when he had so much criticism in the playoffs, the Bucs 
made it clear that they, the whole coaching staff knew there had to be a lot of changes made, not to the coaching staff, but the coaches staff's decision-making. Mm-hmm. And we struggled in the regular season because Bud just experimented with everything, which is fine. You know, I said all year, I don't care about the one seed. Yeah. I just find what works. And they obviously they did that. I feel like the one seed, like also like never, never because LeBron never had the one seed and he came out for 10 straight years of the, yeah, of exactly. the East. He rarely ever got the one seed. It was either the bulls or the Raptors. And besides the 73 and nine year, I'm pretty sure the Warriors were always second behind the Rockets. Yeah. They, yeah. I mean, so it means nothing. Yeah. Like the one seed does not matter. Yeah. The only reason I wanted the one seed this year was because I did not want to play Brooklyn in the second round. Um, but just, looking back, I yeah. am so happy we played Brooklyn in the second round because it just made that playoff run so much more exciting since we won. Yes, it did. Like, I mean, playing Brooklyn second round, that's basically the finals. Everybody said it. Whoever wins this series is going to go and win the finals, and, and that's what happened. Whoever, I think whoever won that series would have. No doubt. I mean – Because I, I think Kevin Durant would have had an absolute yeah, monster rest well, of the playoffs. Obviously, he had a phenomenal series. Let's say – Yeah, let's say Brooklyn gets through – James Harden gets a little more healthy. Nobody's beating them. Atlanta beating fucking no way. Who the fuck is guarding Kevin Durant on Atlanta? John Collins? Nobody. I'm sorry, but no. Yeah, I mean. LeBron can't even guard Kevin Durant. No. Who do you think is going to guard Kevin Durant? No. Yeah, they would. whoever won that would have won that series would have won the finals. But that's – oh, that was a while ago. We're, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Coach Rose extended. He deserves it. I'm happy with it. I'm a big – I will forever be a big coach bud guy because he won us a cha- first championship in 50 years. Nothing else to say about it. Yep. Um, Bulls, you guys got Derek Jones Jr. and a first round pick and for a and a second. Okay. Yes. For Lowry Markinen, who went to Cleveland. I, I love this trade. For the for the first round draft pick alone. Yeah. It's a protected first round, so anything in the lottery, the uh Blazers are gonna keep. Okay. But the Blazers should not finish. Yeah, I don't think the Blazers will be in the lottery. They shouldn't. And then we have like a regular second round pick. Okay. And that's huge because we gave up picks for Vucevic. Okay. Um, so you basically, yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, I, I really, really like this. It almost turns into a Vucevic for Lowry trade, which you guys obviously win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Anyone who plays more than 15 games a year, I think, is better than Lobby. I saw a tweet that was asking if the Bulls are going to be the new Lob City with DeRozan, Levine, uh, Derek Jones Jr., Patrick Williams, and then Lonzo throwing those lobs. Could be. Like, I, I'm not <laughs> Could be. Like, for real. I, the Bulls are super athletic. Yeah. And because, obviously, Caruso. Oh, I forgot about Caruso. Yeah, but he's, he's super. He's super athletic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He sucks at basketball, but he is athletic. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. I know he averaged like four points in his career. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. He stinks. Yeah, <laughs> he, he is athletic. But he is the goat. So. All right. <laughs> you weren't saying that before he was on the Bulls. But my Twitter header says otherwise. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, because your Twitter header is obviously just has to be true. Well, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, next up, last night we had the Jake versus Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley fight, which anybody who listens knows that me, I'm huge into the celebrity boxing stuff. Not even celebrity boxing. It's just like just boxing, inf- in, just general. boxing in general, I guess. Um, the undercards were really good. I think the whole event was fucking awesome. I mean, it's, it, it was a legit event. It was it was relieving seeing Showtime put it on compared to Triller, which was such a joke and horrible. Real announcers, Dave and Big Cat were electric doing their gambling stuff. Um, they had the same bet every single Yeah, they had the body, same bet every so time, funny. and they lost every bet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, just Jake Paul won by split decision. Uh, in my opinion, it should have been unanimous. I think Tyron won round four out of, and that was it. I think he won r- one round versus Jake won seven. Um, I have no idea how it's a split decision. The scorecards, all three judges, they only agreed on three rounds together. There's been a huge problem in boxing forever with judges scoring because they just, I don't know. Like that was, I feel like that was a super easy fight to judge. Yeah. And, you know, it last was. night, you when you had already gone to bed, they put up, 
they're like, oh, let's look at look at this. This Twitter poll said that they thought Tyron Woodley won. It's like, yeah, no shit, because no everybody won. hates yeah. Jake Paul. If you looked at like Twitter polls of like who's gonna win, every single one was literally like ninety five to five, Tyron versus Jake. I said it months ago that Jake was gonna win this fight. Um, I so I think Tyron looked a lot better than I expected him to. I think Tyron looked a lot better than Jake expected him to, because Tyron he was fit for it and he like he could take a punch too mm-hmm. and like he i think tyron prepared for this a lot more than jake thought and the i think the biggest thing tyron his critique his entire career has been that he's not aggressive enough and i think that's the reason he lost oh, i think 100%. if he I, if he was aggressive because that one round where he was aggressive he landed a killer punch yeah he knocked him out yeah well, it knocked him down it if if the ropes were not there jake would have been knocked down um, people who were really like were like, oh, the, he should have like that should have been a knockdown. Even if it was, it Jake does, yeah. Jake loses that round ten eight instead of ten nine. That does nothing to the scoring. They yeah. he still win won every other round, so it didn't matter in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if Tyron was more aggressive, I think he would have won the fight. Um, but that's but that's not what happened. And I think right, so. It doesn't. Matter, and I think yeah. you have to give a lot of credit to Jake because people were like his biggest critique was like. Can he go eight rounds? What happens if he gets hurt? Both of those things happened, and he still boxed well. Um, yeah. People, it's it's gotten to the point now. If you don't think Jake Ball can box, uh, you're they, they, you're a hater. Well, I'm a like I don't like Jake Paul at all. Right. But like I'm level-headed enough to acknowledge and realize that yeah, he, but he's a damn good boxer. I'm not gonna lie. I think what we also did learn that if Jake fought a real boxer that was his size, he would get a shit pumped. Yeah, because uh, Tyron Tyron was half his size, thirty nine years old, hadn't won a fight in five years, and it's there's an argument that if Tyron was if he was more aggressive, he would have won. And I so Jake, Jake yes, he's a good he's a good boxer. It's super entertaining. Uh, he's a super athlete, but he's not at the level where people like thought he was. No, he's not. He well, he's not where he thinks he is. Yeah, and I think you realize that because did you see his tweet thirty minutes ago? No, what it was it? He said he's retiring from boxing. Are you kidding? Swear me? to God, he said updated status, retired boxer. So either way, either he's trolling or he was like, "Fuck, I'm not that as good as I thought. I was lucky to get out of there alive last night." Well, he said last night that he was going to take a break. Oh, because my legs were, weren't feeling right. Yes, because you were nervous. Yeah, that's dude. called nerves. He had never been in that situation before. I don't think he's before. ever been nervous before. No. I think this was the only fight where he realized, oh, I can lose this. And yeah, well, that's what Because the other ones he was going to win. Right. Like, no question. And that's what it was. It wasn't the crowd that made him nervous because he's fought in front of those crowds before. And I think that's one of the big, like, not draws, but just like credit to Logan and Jake is that you can put them in front of a crowd that hates them and they're going to go out there and perform. That shit does not matter to them. Most of these YouTubers, KSI as well. I mean, he just, they're going to go out there and fight. The crowd does not matter. I think what got Jake nervous is that he got fucking rocked in round four and would have been knocked down and was probably like, Oh shit. Like I have never felt that before. And I'm fucking hurt. And he was hurt because his mouth was was wide open. He was breathing heavy he was clinching. I mean, he was mm-hmm. he was scared. And the rest of the time, he got away with winning because he's so big that he could just extend the jab and Tyron couldn't get in there, which is basically what, how Logan kept Floyd away. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. then you if Jake fights a guy with longer arms than with, him, with, even the same even the same size, I think yeah. Jake gets his fucking I think Jake gets his ass like, kicked. I'm sorry. I obviously the, I, the Tommy Fury fight was not good. And I, I think Jake would be, I think Jake would kill Tommy Fury. I still think he would. Yeah. I think if Jake's going to fight again, that's a good fight to take because it's a guys who are equal size, but dude, the guy Tommy fought was like, was like Nate Robinson size and yeah. he fucking didn't do anything. He won the fight, but no big shots. No, he didn't nothing. even knock him down. He never really looked that hurt. I mean, yeah, I think if Jake was going to do another fight, that's a good one to take because. Well, he has an opportunity to win. Yeah, and also Tommy's been boxing a lot longer than Jake, and Jake is way better, so he has a way higher ceiling. Yeah. But uh, another thing is, you know, Jake kept saying, oh, he's been training for 20 years. 
Tyron Woodley, but that MMA and boxing are so different that he, Tyron's been training for about three months. Yep. Jake's been training for four years and he's still almost lost. So I think Jake has realized that fuck man. Maybe this, maybe I'm not as good as I think, but he's got to be trolling. There's no way he's going to stop with these paydays and he's four and oh, it's not like he lost. I know, but you're right. But is he, does he care about his ego that much where he knows whatever next fight he schedules, he's going to lose because everyone wants him to fight a better person. You'd think if his ego was that big that he would just make excuses and then go fight again. But that's what I'm saying. If he fights Tommy Fury, that's on paper. That's very even. They're both six foot. They're both humongous human beings. They fight it around the same weight. So it'd be like on paper, a fair boxing match. But I think Jake knows he's way better. He's way better. Yeah. It, it's just, I don't know. Maybe he has some self-realization now. Maybe. And Tyron was calling for a rematch. He wanted it right away. And he... I. Tyron would have went out there and fought him for t- 10 more rounds. I guarantee it, dude. Yeah. He also, Tyron did not seem like he was tired. Yeah. I, he, so he seemed a little tired, but not compared to Jake. Like well, Jake, Jake looked, like, yeah. Breathing I think after Jake got rocked, I think it took a lot of momentum and confidence out of him. And he was, mm-hmm. he got a little tired just because, you know, getting hit is something that he had never, never happened yep. before. And when he, he got hit with one shot by Ben Askren who has fucking spaghetti arms, like it, yeah. no way it hurt. But Tyron Woodley, I mean, that guy's a killer. He, like, yeah, he's so, a beast. He was a world champion. I would love to see a rematch between the two of them. Oh, so would I. I think that would be awesome. And I think it'd sell even more than this one because I think a lot of people thought Tyron should have won. And if Tyron gets, let's say they fight again in a year, Tyron gets another year under his belt of training. He, he would murder Jake. I he think would. it'd be, I think it'd be, yeah, he might, he might, he might beat him depending on how much better Jake gets. Yeah. Jake obviously still has a lot of room to grow. He's only been doing this for a little bit, but I would, I think Jake's next fight should be against Montana love. Oh, I mean, there's weight classes for a reason <laughs> that just couldn't happen. But Montana Love was an electric show. <laughs> that was an that was the best fight of the night. Yeah, it was. that was an awesome fight. All right, uh, let's get to our Arsenal segment of the week. Um, so the, everything started l- l- two weeks ago. We signed Martin Odegaard and Aaron Ramsdale. I like the Odegaard signing. He was good for us last year on loan from yep. Real Madrid. Ramsdale um, made no sense. Made no sense. Although, so it made no sense at the time, I'll say. That is true. That is uh, true. Keeper that had been in the relegation battle all the year got re- or got relegated yep. with Sheffield, and we bought him for 30 mil. Um, and then we lost to Chelsea 2-0 the day after that. Uh, Arsenal came out, made a statement that said Arteta has about five games to turn it around, uh, and then they will move on, which I – you know, uh, so after the whistle release day, like uh, Premier League prediction, or Nolan did because he's a Premier League fan, and he said he didn't think Arteta is going to make it till Christmas. I don't think Arteta should make it till August thirty first. I well, yeah. I hope he gets. I he should he's so he should be sacked immediately. Um, they went on to beat West Brom six zero, uh, but Arsenal played a full Premier League lineup. And besides Ramsdale, besides Ram- Ramsdale, see Ramsdale played a great game. He did, but uh, West Brom also played like their U18 team, and they were also relegated the year prior along yeah. with Sheffield. Um, so you know, as a fan, that I was like, maybe gives us a little. I didn't think we we're gonna beat City, but it maybe give us a little bit of confidence going into the City yeah. game. And City, I mean, had their way with us. They won. Five, I woke up at six thirty for them to lose five zero. Uh. And I mean, it just Arteta should have been sacked immediately after that game was over. He is no doubt the worst manager in the Premier League. He has had plenty of time to turn it around to get some results, and he has not done so. Uh, they just look like a fucking defeated team out there, and nothing until he is gone, nothing will change. Um, I know, and this I is the not- time to do it at the international break. Do it now. Get a new manager in there. Let him coach the team for two weeks before we play against Norwich, who we should beat. And but they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. And also, we're not going to beat Norwich. Just so you know, I I think we will. I think that'll be our first points of the season. What a nil nil draw. No, I think we'll beat them. I think I, the only, the only reason we lost to Brentford was because there was they were just so hyped going into that game. And they played so well too. They really and thing. Brentford also hasn't been that bad this year. No, they've secured points every single game. Yeah. So. Yep. So, 
they don't think they've have they they've conceded one goal so far. Yeah, they uh won one and drew two. Yeah. Um, so as it stands, Arsenal are dead last, 20th in the league with a minus nine goal differential. Um, and wow. I mean, if that I, I just don't get how like if you're I mean, I do know how the owners don't give a shit about us, about it's, the team. It's because it's, it's stupid American owners. That's ex- It's just rich American billionaires who don't give a fuck about these clubs. They just buy these giant teams so they get more money. Yeah. That's it all. That's yeah, all so they're not going to fire Teta, especially because Arsenal has been the biggest spenders this season. So they have bought so many players that Arteta wants. That are shit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, we've spent so much money, and we've gotten worse. Odegaard is easily our best signing yeah uh no doubt um but you know it's just it's just frustrating it continues to be frustrating they're not going to fire arteta anytime soon it looks like they need to fire edu gasper the technical director as well because he can't fucking scout players and his i mean it's just it's just a mess like they it is just a mess um so IMDb released their uh, like plot summary for the Arsenal I thing. Saw this. It said like the downfall of a the pathetic downfall of Arsenal of is London's second largest team. Yep, and that's what it is. I mean, it's pathetic. It really is. Um, my roommate, our other roommate, uh, was staying two weeks ago. He's like, Arsenal will never get relegated. They're big six, yada yada yada. And then after the City game, he texts me and said, "Damn, they might get relegated." I would, <laughs> and I was honestly, like, "Yeah, they want- might." Where do you think Arsenal is going to finish in the table? Probably twelfth. I think fourteenth. I think. Uh, well, it depends if Arteta is the manager the rest of the year. I th- I, th- I don't think it matters. They I just don't dead. get why. Like they're dead. You have to. I don't. If they fire him, they're not. I think if they sack him now, whoever comes in, hopefully, fingers crossed, Antonio Conte has thirty-five games to turn it around which is a lot of time. You know, it's not like they're firing halfway through the season. We're only three games in. So there's a lot of time to turn that around. We have some easy games coming up, which is why we need to sack him now, get Conte in, let him basically get a few practices in with Norwich and Newcastle and all these teams Mm -hmm. we play coming up and get ready for when we play. I think our next big game is Tottenham in like a couple weeks who are in first right now. Uh, I... Like, I just don't know. Like, they to me, they just seem dead. Like, they're a dead club. Yeah, but I think if you get a new manager in there, it will raise the spirits because I don't think any of the players like Arteta. Oh, I don't think – no, there's no way. But, like, for me – Yeah, like, they can't like him because they aren't winning. And it's got to be yeah. – it's got to suck to have a manager that goes out there and just gives you – just you just lose under him every fucking time out. I think the moment that they threw out Otsil and just didn't – put him in the lineup at all was a hundred percent their downfall so i it's it's a mixture of a bunch of things that was the start of it was they got rid of Wenger and they brought in unai emery unai emery is not a bad manager he's not but what happened was the owners did not give him the players he wanted the owners did not give him any money to spend they did not back him whatsoever so unai kind of had to deal with players that he wasn't comfortable with didn't get the results they wanted. They got rid of Unai. Then they brought in Arteta, who is not even an eighth of the manager that Unai is, but they're spending on Arteta now, which puts us in a horrible situation of like, we've spent all this money on the guys Arteta wants. He's still not getting the results. So now we have to start over again with a bunch of shitty players that Arteta has brought in. And I've seen rumors. I don't know how much truth there is to them, but Antonio Conte said he won't take the job because of how horrible of a team that Arteta has built. And he said he likes to win, and Arsenal has, does not have any winning players on the team. They don't have a winning attitude or anything. He's, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Arsenal, like, I, I get it that it's Arteta, but, like, the players have no will to win. It's it's disgraceful. And I think that's just because of the – since Wenger has left, everything that's happened, I mean, most of those players, like, why would you be excited to go – you just know you're going to get thrashed 5-0 every week no matter who you play. It's got like, to be awful. You have to try. They're literally not trying at all. I think I some of them definitely are. It's just that they they don't understand the tactics that Mikel wants because they don't understand it. That's what they the reports were saying. They don't know. It, they're too complicated. So what is he using like the same taxes 
tit tit tact tactics is like Man City is. I think that's what he's trying, but we have nowhere near the talent of City. And also, and also Pep is one of the greatest managers ever, and it's yeah, and it's like Mikel only got the job because he was under Pep. Like yeah. he didn't, he has never been a manager before where he's won games. He didn't win in the championship or somewhere else before this. So we brought him in because he was an Arsenal guy, even though he wasn't that good for Arsenal. He was an Everton legend, played for Arsenal towards the end of his career. Oh, he was an Everton legend? Yeah. I, know, I obviously know you played for Arsenal. Yeah, he played at Arsenal at the end of his career, but he wasn't like some legend of the club. But yeah, I mean, it's just going to get worse and worse every week until he's sacked, but I don't think he will be. Um a little bit more Premier League news just because it's massive. Cristiano Ronaldo is going back to his boyhood club, Manchester awesome. United. This is awesome. Um, I think, I think, man, you has to win the league now. I think if they don't win the league, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Ole because he's obviously a good manager. He's like so, it's almost he's like bipolar in how he, he is. Does. Like he'll have really high highs and then he'll have like but he can't win ultimate, he can't win like, trophies but this is yeah that is true it's every time he gets told you have to win or you're getting sacked they win yeah it's crazy it is but now i feel like there's no more excuses like you have you have ronaldo along with already one of the top two or three teams depending on who you ask in the prem so I feel like no more excuses. They got to go win the league. Like the front three is going to be Rashford, uh, Ronaldo, and uh, Sancho. Yeah, I don't even know if Rashford Greenwood's been really, really good. Actually, it's probably it might be Greenwood over uh, even Sancho. No, I think I think Sancho will play. He played for the first time this week. I think he's just getting fit into the oh, team. Okay, okay. But they have a lot of options. They have Cavani still. They have. Ooh, who's gonna? Is do you think he's gonna give Ronaldo the number seven shirt? Mm, maybe. Uh, if I was Cavani, I would have to. Yeah, I don't know, but I need to get rid of Cavani on my fantasy team because he's not gonna play anymore. No, he's not. <laughs> but they also have, you know, they have Pogba and Bruno feeding those three guys. It, that team's disgusting, and with Varane. De Gea's looking like fucking 2016 De Gea. Yes, he is. So, Manu's looking good. Um, I think the title race is going to be really fun this year, especially if Tottenham keeps playing the way they are. There's Now there's four teams. Like, there's four teams who could win the league. Dude, five. Yeah. Five even. Who's five? Tottenham, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City, Man U. Yeah. Yeah. So, the whole, five, the five whole, the the whole big six. Yeah. And then we Arsenal are in dead last. I love this fucking club. Hey, dude, West Ham's playing well again too. I'm starting to like West Ham because I think of... your fandom's gonna change here in the next couple months. Why? Well, why would you want to root for Arsenal anymore? And you're so new that it's almost like you can switch without and get away with it. I know, but like you only I, became it's only been fan. like what, like two or three years? Yeah, since I've chose Arsenal. But how into them like are you actually? Like I. Like, I don't think like, – you don't watch every single game. I don't – I watch, like, as much as I can. Like, the thing is, like, I don't have, like, Peacock, which sucks. I mean, you could have gotten up with me on yeah, Saturday morning. That is true. And, like, I was up at 7.30. I watched the highlights of the first four goals, and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking <laughs> – I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not watching this. Yeah. So, I – but, like, again, who would I choose? West Ham. Why not? Be a hammer. Yeah, uh, we saw that guy. Maybe that was a sign. The guy at the soccer game next to us with all, uh, the two West Ham tattoos. Yeah, you had two West Ham tattoos. That's sick. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, last thing we have that I that I can think of is the biggest news, maybe ever. This might be the most hyped thing of the year. Actually, it might be. It is. It might be the most. Yeah, I just go. Um. So the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer dropped a week ago today. Uh, in the first 24 hours, it accumulated about 36 million views. And for reference. No, it, it was like 360 million. Views. Oh, in the first 24 hours? Dude, it was like 
uh, Endgame had 240. Okay, so I knew, had, it was, I knew it was 24 and 36. I yes. didn't know it was 360 or 240. Yeah, okay. dude, like, it... Yeah. I don't think we realized how fucking big and how... I mean, that was predictable that it would be the biggest trailer ever because there's never been more... There has been hype like this in the MCU since Endgame, but I would argue this maybe has even more hype because I, it's... I, I think it does because this is opening the door to the next phase of the MCU... Like it literally is, and all the, if all the rumors are true, which they, they are, I would assume that they are because like the multi. I, well, I just don't want to get my hopes up. Obviously, the multiverse is expanding. Yeah, like, dude, we're gonna see Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. So the the trailer the trailer showed five of the six Sinister Six characters, and it's hard to imagine that one Spider Man is going to fight all of those guys at once. You'd have to imagine it's going to be Toby from the Raimi trilogy, uh, Garfield from the amazing Spider-Man trilogy, and then Tom Holland, obviously, versus the Sinister Six from all three of those movies. It's looking like it's going to be uh, Green Goblin, Doc Ock. Con- Green Go- they're all, these are all confirmed. Uh, yes. Green Goblin, Doc Ock, and Sandman from okay, so the Raimi tri- the Raimi trilogy. Oh yeah, for the Raimi. Um, yeah, Electro, who is confirmed to be played by Jamie Foxx from the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy. Um, who am I missing? That was four. The Rhino guy. No, it was. Oh, fuck, what's the other one? Um, you need to do a quick Google search. It's not. I'm not asking who's in the Sinister Six. I'm just thinking of the other. Oh, uh, Lizard from the Amazing Spider-Man trilogy was also in the trailer. Um, so that was five of the six Sinister Six. The sixth one is up in the air. There's a lot of options. It could be the Vulture. could be Michael Keaton from the original Homecoming uh, coming back. It could, be, it could be Rhino. It could be Scorpion, who I think was Vulture's friend in prison at, in the post credit scene. Yeah. I just feel – I feel like that's probably the most likely because – Vulture would help uh... – Why would he be in the – why would they put that in a post credit scene unless he was going to come into play? Um, so I think that's the most likely – and I think Vulture is gonna help uh, um, uh, the Spider the Spider Man's. <laughs> so I'm hoping that we get it. It, it. it won't happen because of allegations, but it would have been cool to see Harry Osborn. But James Franco is yeah, he, not gonna uh, be working anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but that would have been sick. But anyways, the trailer ends with Doc Ock, Alfred Molina. Uh, saying hello, Peter, and this is why people are spe- this is why the rumors have amped up even more because how would Doc Ock from the Raimi trilogy know that Tom Holland is Peter? Everybody thinks he's talking to Toby Maguire and that they just edited Toby out. And you know, I have seen a lot of stuff. The MCU is known for editing out people in their trailers, like oh my God, when Tony yeah. Stark was presumed lost in space at the end of infinity war when they showed all them walking in the white suits in the end game teaser tony stark was edited out uh Mm -hmm. they did that they've done that in a couple other movies i think guardians they maybe did it with somebody um people think that there is a scene where spider-man's standing there with toby and andrew on either side because it is kind of a long shot and people are like oh well if it was a close-up if it was just tom it would be a close-up yeah so i I can't wait. The next trailer, I hope they just, they don't give us the faces. I hope they just give us like maybe a voice or maybe like, uh, you know, the scene in Endgame where Tony, Thor, and Captain America are all three walking to Thanos and it's just showing their feet. I think it just showed like three different sets of Spider-Man feet walking up to like the Sinister Six would be the most lit thing of all time. I'm getting excited just thinking or about just it. just like uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, his mask like just on the ground. Yeah. With like a broken eyepiece, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it looks like, dude, like that. Just some, just, just a little tease um, just to confirm it. Just yep. to let us know that we're but getting the but three. Don't show us anything i want to know nothing about this movie when i go in to see it yeah i saw because i think that trailer showed us nothing yeah so i saw a lot of people complaining that the trailer was like too long and stuff the the trailer is about three minutes long the first two minutes were from the first 10 minutes of the movie yes spider-man gets caught everybody knows it's him like the first we didn't like everything that happened with dr strange is going to be in the first 30 minutes yes um and a lot of people were saying that dr strange was acting a little 
funky in the yeah, trailer. Think it's uh, Mephisto. Yeah, I don't think it is. Well, Mephisto has been rumored like a fucking trillion times in the MCU, and it has never been him. So I don't, I wouldn't get your hopes up for uh, Mephisto. Oh, I don't think it's him because, um, you know what it could be. I, I was thinking it could be a scroll. The MCU's done that before. The, uh, but, but can a scroll that, that's the thing can they do the I, I don't think that the scroll would be able to do the uh the magic or whatever yeah. because the spell yeah, yeah because uh scrolls only can retain uh short-term memories yeah from the bodies that they double so, so. yeah i don't think that's it uh it could be a doctor strange variant if the loki stuff has already happened so do you so when when the multiverse opens in the trailer, do you think that was simultaneous with yes. Loki and WandaVision? Uh, yeah, they all I think, three happened I, I think simultaneously. They all three happened at the exact same that's, time. That's that's what I'm thinking. So I'm thinking Doctor Strange was doing the spell the correct way. And then Loki Peter Peter wasn't Peter like it was going weird because Loki was starting the multiverse, but he was like, Stop talking to Peter. I don't think Peter had anything to do with it. I think no. it was just going weird, but I think it was what Loki and Wanda were doing on the other side of the world a hundred percent i i definitely think and it, it was it kind of looks like we're gonna get a, an evil variant of dr strange which i think oh, would leave yes what like that train scene the train scene and then also the right before they show doc ock it kind of sounds when he says be careful what you wish for peter kind of sounds like an evil voice version of dr strange it's obviously better to cumberbatch but it kind of sounds like he's angry and i think that would set up perfectly for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, which is supposedly going to be the first Marvel horror movie, the first attempt at it. So, so you get an evil Doctor Strange. So is, oh my God. I mean, rumors are just going to be flying about this until the movie comes out, but that's what's so great about being a movie fan is that just speculating. Well, the lineup that we've got coming up, we got Shang-Chi, we got Eternals, and then fucking No Way Home in the same year in the three-month span. Are you Yeah, one, one, two. I think it's a four- four months span or something like that yeah but nothing yeah. nothing in october eternals is yeah. november shang chi is next week like, on the fourth so just five days yeah so like so yeah i it's a fun time to be an mcu fan it always is fun to be an mcu fan but uh, yeah. a lot of exciting stuff happening this is going this might might beat out endgame for the highest grossing movie um uh i would s- oh it, it's tough. it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be the either this this it's gonna be top three highest grossing marvel movie of all time without a doubt oh uh, yeah that, I that's think. not even a question yeah i think theaters are gonna be sold out for like months possibly, in advance possibly months and months in advance yeah uh be- for how hyped this shit is yeah i mean i i can't wait december 17th cannot come i want to go to like a seven o'clock showing of the night before of course you know i will because like, i'm down we just gotta buy tickets ASAP. as soon as they come out that's i bought the end game tickets like two months in advance because i wanted to see it immediately with no spoilers yep. and obviously new people are gonna fucking it. same with this one if they don't tell us anything, there's going to be a bunch of spoilers. So I just don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm going to have to not go on Twitter or TikTok until Right. Till we see it. Yeah. That's why we got to see it as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um but you know what though? Uh but in October where there's no MCU movie, Halloween Kills comes out, which I can't fucking wait for. I haven't seen Halloween, so I definitely Really? I know, I know. I heard it's awesome. I saw it with your brother in theaters. I know Kyle said it was great. It was, yeah, it was. It's it's the best one since the original. And I've seen the trailers for uh, Halloween Kills. Yeah, it looks actually really good. Like it doesn't look that scary to me. It looks more suspense. It look it's fucking. It's gonna be a gore fest, which I love. So are they? They showed fucking fifty different kills in the trailer, which means there's gonna be two hundred kills I in the know. fucking movie. So. Yeah, are the Halloween are they like horror movies? Like, are you like, is it like, are they freaky? Like, I so the the original Halloween in 1978 was the first slasher movie ever. So I'd say yes, it's scary. Uh, it's also just the fact that it's a scary looking mask and a guy who has no, he's not even a human. It's it's the devil. It's it's yeah. it's evil. It's the presence of evil. That's why he can't be killed. But um, so what Halloween 2018 did was they 
they made a, their own universe where no sequel ever happened. There was like 10 sequels, but this one takes place right after, not right after, but 20 years or 30 years later of the events in 1978. So none of the sequels ever happened. And the original plan was before COVID, they were going to release Halloween kills on October 1st of 2020 and Halloween ends on October 31st of 2020 which would have been fucking awesome. Oh my God. And then COVID happened and that got pushed back. So now Halloween kills is coming out this year. Halloween ends the third and final movie of the trilogy will be coming out next year, 2022. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I've been a huge Halloween fan. I've seen every single fucking movie of those a million times and they're all so bad except for the first one, but and the, I love and them. Halloween kills. Uh, just Halloween 2018. Oh, that's what it was called. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's just called Halloween. Um, it just with 2018 in parentheses, just so you know which one it is. Mm. But yeah, the other 10 sequels are so, so bad. But I enjoy them because I used to watch them when I was a kid. It's just like nostalgic. Paul Rudd's in one of them. Watching the Halloween movies when you're a kid, dude. Oh, I my, my mom got me into Halloween when I was like fucking eight. Been watching Halloween forever dude, because she grew up with dude, Halloween. I'm still afraid of the dark. Yeah, I know. I but I mean, I I'm a huge horror movie guy. You know that. I know. So I've been watching horror movies good. since I was a kid. I mean, it's not even the horror movies that scare me. The scariest movie I've ever seen in my life, without question, is Jaws. I'm still scared of the water because of that movie. Well, you have a phobia of open ocean. Some people why. wouldn't even call that a horror movie. I think it's uh, it's absolutely a horror no, movie. It's it, it, fucking it is. horrifying. It's like, I, I, in it's in the description, it's horror. Did you know? Jurassic Park, the OG one, 1993. It's a horror film. Really? It's a, it's a sci-fi horror. That is its description. Well, could you imagine being in the 90s, the first time you see like CGI this good? It wasn't even CGI. A lot of it was practical effects. Well, I know, but like... That's why it looks so good, well, because like, it was right. practical effects. That's like, why the Jurassic Park 3 looks so bad, because it's, it's a lot of CGI. Well, uh... Yeah, actually, yeah, that is oh, true. It was all because it was all practical effects, like the scene where the T Rex bursts through the sun, the sunroof, uh, onto the two kids. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. Did you know that? Yeah. Like the glass wasn't supposed to break, and they were the kids were actually terrified. Yeah. So like, yeah. No, that's a, that, I I would consider that a horror film. Obviously, I don't think I'm not. That doesn't scare me at all. But Jaws, you're talking about? Jaws doesn't. Yeah. Scare me, but I think Jaws is a great movie. I, it's, it was the first summer blockbuster of all time. Yeah. It was what created the summer blockbuster. Yeah. When that movie came out, it was like, oh, let's do you release. Like that? So do you not like that movie then? Oh, no. It's one of the greatest movies of all time. But okay. it's terrifying to me. I'm like, Since yeah. I've watched it when I was however old, 10 years old, I have been scared of the ocean. Not even just the ocean, so just that water. what started it? Yeah. You know what? My uncle was the same way, dude. He really? saw Jaws for the first time, and he was terrified. Mm-hmm. He was like eight. I mean, uh, sharks are no doubt my biggest fear. Be- well, open water and wa- just water in the ocean, but because of sharks, basically. Would you go into like Lake Michigan, like deep? No. I wouldn't either. No. That freaks me out. No, I don't. I, for some reason, just... Not being able to see what's underneath me when I'm floating in water, I just I literally get heebie the heebie jeebies just oh, thinking. No, about I'm it. with you. I because, hate that yeah. shit. Like I will not go any. I would rather not go deep. I went to the ocean in Cancun, but like fucking chest deep. I was still standing. That's deep. I was still standing. Chest deep is deep though. Uh, not chest. Okay, so let's go like lower torso, but mid stomach. Yeah, but um. You know, there was so, there was so, ten of us out there, and yeah, we. So I was nothing. still standing comfortably, but no, I don't want to be ever treading water, not being able to stand with somebody with not being able to see what below, what's well, below. Dude, I've me. been within like five feet of a shark. I know you have. And your yeah. mom said it was the fastest you've ever sprinted in your life. It was. <laughs> so they, my dad, and my mom, and dad went out. They went for a walk down the beach, and I ran onto the water. I basically ran on fucking water. And I sprinted down the beach. I'm not kidding, dude. I think I could have beat Usain Bolt's fucking 100-meter time. I'm, I am not kidding. That was the fastest I've ever ran in my life. Yeah, I not. I just I hate uh, the ocean. I hate water. I hate dark water especially. Dark water is – I mean, the opening scene in that movie is they. she goes yeah. into the ocean at middle of the night, and she's out there alone, and she gets her fucking dragged around and pulled under – it's just – I can't. Yeah. Jaws is the reason for that. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's all we got. Um, yeah. Nice little off-topic little rant right there. I, yeah. I always love those, though. Yeah. There's just – it's – we have one more week till football season. Then things will start to pick up again, I think. But uh, I'm also down to talk about movies literally all the time. So. Yeah, that's fine. We can always we can always end with that because I feel like it always just gets there eventually, anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's all we got. Yep. Uh, hopefully there's no echo on this. I was checking my sound. Because uh, we are we're we're in a new location. We're we're moved in together, so now we're sitting across from each other. I know. I really hope Hoping there's no echo on the mic. So I adjusted my microphone when we were talking earlier, like college football about Nebraska. Okay. Uh, and I moved it. So it picks me up and it just doesn't pick you up because it was for a little bit. So the first 20, 15, 20 minutes of this might be horrible. Yeah. I'll, we'll, we'll see. We, we apologize. We will get it figured out for sure. Yeah. Um, even if the audio is bad, I'm still going to post this. Oh, yeah, well done. Uh, so if it's bad, I'm sorry. Bad, For, just... Formal apology. I We're sorry right away. No problems. Um, so, yeah, uh, hopefully it's all good and it's not too bad. Hopefully you can't hear our fucking AC units either. I don't think you can. Uh, not the, the AC units. No, okay. Our voices, if anything. Yeah, okay. So uh, if it's bad, we apologize. But if not then forget we said all this but uh yeah thank you guys for listening we appreciate it and we'll talk to you again next week hey this the east side johnny big redemption like no i'm talking about hold up whoa 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 get out the way get out the way